Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Initialize sequence now. Coming to you live from Houston, Texas, home to the world's largest medical center. Uh, approach phase, everything looking good. This is Your Health First, the most beneficial health program on radio with Dr. Joe Galati. During the next hour, you'll learn about health, wellness, and the prevention of disease. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Galati. Well, tonight is... The last installment of Your Health First for the 2018 calendar year. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Then it is going to be 2019. And I can't wait for that. I hope everybody's doing well. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Every single Sunday evening, we are here between the hour of 7 and 8 p.m., bringing you all the best in health and wellness and our single objective is to make you better consumers of healthcare, let you become more engaged in your own health. That is what it's all about. Now, to participate in the program, our website, drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Our newsletter for January will be going out probably early part of the second week of January. When you go to drjoegalati.com, sign up for the newsletter, you can get a downloaded audio chapter of my new book, Eating Yourself Sick. You could buy it as a book, hardcover. There's a Kindle version and an Audible version. drjoegalati.com is where you go. There's links to the radio show. There's links to my practice, Liver Specialists of Texas. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, it's all there, drjoegalati.com. If you want to see me as a patient, fill out a form, go to our texasliver.com, liver specialist of Texas website, and would be happy to see you for any liver or digestive issues. We specialize in liver disease, fatty liver, cirrhosis, alcoholism, abdominal pain, colon cancer screening. Don't forget, one big news item for 2018, which I'm going to be getting to, is that colon cancer screening now is to start at age 45, not 50, the way it's been for many, many years. So if you're sitting there tonight or know somebody and they're 45 or older and they have not had their screening colonoscopy for colorectal cancer, give us a call. We'll be happy to take a look at them and get them more information. All right. Well, I hope everybody had a great Christmas. I was in New York visiting family, 
And it really was great to see everybody. The, the, the wonderful thing to see, and this is one of those situations where my mother, who I talk about a lot, who prior to her passing away three years ago, was a regular contributor to Your Health First. She loved Sunday night, not only listening in New York online through the iHeartRadio app, but she loved to come on and be a guest and talk about feeding your family and nutrition and the trials and tribulations that young mothers and fathers have, taking care of their children, making sure they're healthy and they eat well. It is now something where on my sister has three children, and they are married with children, and they have all become really copies of my mother and the influence she had on them as as a grandmother to grandchild, where they are scratch cooks. They make some of the most amazing things. They are making vegetables and fish and 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 fruit items they are making uh, homemade pasta and bread and everything from scratch and they love doing it and there are multiple references to my mother in their house and they're in their you know early mid late 20s and so one of the things i talk about in eating yourself sick is how We need to get back to cooking at home, teaching our children how to cook. And the fruit of my mom's labor of showing them as young kids the fun and enthusiasm and love of cooking is now apparent. And um, she's only been gone three years, and she, she was able to see the kids starting to cook. But now they have children, and uh, seeing the next generation work this out. It is it is really great. What I want to chat about, and by the way, my very good friend Chuck Garcia is coming on uh, for the third segment. We're going to talk about some strategies about uh, for eating out. How do you eat out and, and be more mindful of the food you're eating when you're traveling or uh, at a restaurant? What I wanted to do now is to Talk about some of the top news items, health and wellness news items of 2018. And there's a site, Medical News Today, which is, I think, a pretty reputable website. And they have hundreds upon hundreds of articles, and they have a tally of how many articles were downloaded. And so the number one downloaded article, and I have some of the top six or eight that I'm going to talk about between now and the next segment, is uh, uh, the name of the article is, Why Do I Feel Tired All the Time? And I think this is a very good article. And the fact that so many people downloaded this, it's an indication that so many of us, so many of you, are tired. And according to the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, about 15% of women and 10% of men regularly feel very tired or exhausted. And that is really a shame. And and some of the data is, is quite interesting. For example, around 1 in 25 adult drivers report falling asleep at the wheel each month. There's about 72,000 crashes and 44,000 injuries each year. 
as a result of drowsy and tired drivers. And that's not to mention an estimated 6,000 fatal car crashes due to drowsy drivers. Now, the, the point here is it's not normal to be tired. It's not normal to be fatigued. Some of the things to think about, lack of sleep. That was another big separate article or separate discussion in 2018 that the lack of sleep is associated with so many medical problems, including obesity, high blood pressure, depression, heart disease, stroke, and an overall increased risk of death. So not getting your sleep is certainly a driving force behind fatigue. Poor diet is another reason for being fatigued. If you're eating carbs and sweets and processed foods, you're going to feel like crap most of the day and be tired. Of course, you know, fruits and vegetables, grains, protein, some dairy, you want half of your plate to be fresh fruits and vegetables. Sedentary lifestyle. If you are just moping around, you go from a desk to your couch, to your bed, back to your desk, to your bed, to the couch, it's going to lead to fatigue. We were meant to move. Excess stress undoubtedly is a problem, and it's both physical and emotional stress. You know, stress will definitely kill you. The other thing I want to leave you with before we take a break here is that there are so many medical conditions that can present itself with fatigue. And here again, you don't want to just look at yourself and say, well, geez, I'm 35 years old. Of course, I'm going to be tired. Or I'm 40 years old. That's nonsense. You should not be fatigued. Problems to think about. Anemia, underactive thyroid, diabetes. Diabetes is everywhere. Anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue syndrome, urinary tract infections, food intolerance, heart disease, heart disease in the form of maybe some sort of arrhythmia, high blood pressure, pregnancy, unlikely that you're going to miss that one, or vitamin and mineral deficiency. So these uh, articles that I uh, am going to be talking about are posted on the Facebook page at Dr. Joe Galati. So uh, we will go from there. All right, with that said, we are going to take a quick break here. My good friend Chuck Garcia is going to be on in just a little bit, calling in from New York. Chuck and I were college roommates back in 1978. Interesting story. Stay tuned. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. This is Your Health First. We'll be back in a minute. Everybody, Dr. Joe Galati, every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., bringing everybody the best in health and wellness, making you better consumers of healthcare, one listener at a time. We do that, but we also play music. 
It's the end of the year. Let's have a little fun. Don't forget, go to drjoegalati.com. Now, people say, how do you spell his name? I'm new to your health first on Sunday evening. D-R-J-O-E-G-A-L-A-T-I. Galati. It's Italian. It's really Sicilian. But... um, Yes, drjoegalati.com. Now, the translation of galati from Italian is ice cream. So you say, who's the guy on the radio? Dr. Ice Cream, Dr. Galati, Dr. Galati. You got to use your hands when you when you speak. And that's a tough part on radio. I am here moving my hands like uh, like crazy, and you can't see it. But anyway. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve, and I hope everybody has a safe New Year's Eve. Watch the kooks that are out there. Stay home. Have a party at your house. Cook up some vegetables for your friends and invite them over. Remember, and I am I am the ultimate party pooper. Women should not consume more than one alcoholic beverage per day, and men too. So be careful. All right, what we were talking about last segment and by the way, my good friend Chuck Garcia is coming up. He is on hold the next segment. We're going to be talking about restaurants and eating out. So uh, what we were talking about is some of the top news articles in the medical and health space. These are all going to be posted on the Facebook page under drjoegalati.com. So you have to go there to get these articles. They're excellent. All right, another big, the second largest article had to do with marijuana. And I, and I believe because so much has been talked about the legalization and the different states that are signing on board. Now, there is no doubt that marijuana has been looked at for about 3,000 years, but the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, has not yet deemed marijuana safe or effective except for in epilepsy in June of 2018, this year. Now, when you look at this article, what are the medical benefits of marijuana? Chronic pain, alcoholism and drug addiction, though you have to be very careful that the National Academies of Science review suggest that marijuana use actually drives an increased risk for abusing and becoming dependent on other substances. Sort of that gateway drug effect. There is some indication that it helps depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and social anxiety. But it is not appropriate for bipolar and psychoses. And actually, there are a number of studies that show marijuana may actually increase the risk of social anxiety. We know, and it's been used for a while, that it controls chemotherapy-related nausea and vomiting, multiple sclerosis, and of course, epilepsy. Now, what are the health risks? All right. The people that are pro-marijuana 
would make you say that marijuana is safer than alcohol. It's uh, safer than eating white bread. Marijuana can exacerbate bipolar disorders. It can exacerbate suicidal thoughts. It can increase depression and psychoses, including schizophrenia. There are some studies that show testicular cancer is associated with marijuana use. Respiratory disease, it worsens lung function. And so whether or not marijuana is good, look at this article, first of all. But the people that are pro-marijuana basically have, they don't find anything bad with it. And I, I, I do believe that it is associated with a number of health and emotional problems, and it should not be. This is me speaking. Be endorsed as some you know, magic pill that we are trying to suppress. Uh, there's another article I've got on the state of cancer. Are we close to a cure? This is a very nice little overview talking about vaccines and viruses that are being used, nanoparticle uh, research and tumor starvation strategies for curing cancer. There's another article here, which is interesting, that alcohol is more damaging to the brain than marijuana. And I'd have to agree with this. Excess of alcohol is without a doubt damaging to the brain. There was another article on intermittent fasting. And there, there may be some credibility behind this. First and foremost, we are eating too much. We definitely are taking in too many calories. In all 10 clinical trials assessing the effect of alternate day fasting, the results conclusively pointed to this strategy's effectiveness when it came to shedding extra pounds. And three out of the four studies focused on the restricted timing type of intermittent fasting, which had similar results. So there, again, there may be something to this. Uh, another study here, another article, eight cancers that could be diagnosed with a single blood test. And then the last of the top medical articles for 2018, colorectal cancer, the importance of, of diet. We certainly know that eating processed meats, salamis, all the boiled ham and cold cuts is definitely bad for you. You want more fiber and more fresh fruits and vegetables. All right, what we're going to do, we're going to take a uh, break here. Chuck Garcia is uh, on the line coming up in a minute. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Hope you're having a great evening. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Joe Galati, you're tuned into Your Health First every Sunday evening between 7 and 8 p.m. Don't forget, go to drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com. And in the spirit of uh, the year closing down with New Year's Eve tomorrow night, on the phone is my good friend, health enthusiast, road warrior, and fellow health opinionated type person, Chuck Garcia, author of a climb to the top. Chuck, welcome back to Your Health First. And 
I'm always eager to have you on the show and get your insight on health and wellness. Oh, you bet. It's great to be back, Joe, and thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. So, Chuck, the, the setup here tonight is we know people have to eat out by choice or by lack of choice if you're traveling or business. And one of the main things that I tell my patients and I tell others when I'm out speaking is that if you are not careful, eating out can be a hazard to your health. And so you are a professional business person. You have traveled the world many times over. What is your perspective and what do you tell people tonight about eating out and things that they should be thinking about? Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I'm very blessed to have traveled in so many countries, and I continue to travel around the world and domestically, and I spend half of my life in restaurants eating out for better or for worse. Right. And oftentimes people ask me, they said, oh, how do you stay so fit and trim and all of that? And I said, well, eating out doesn't have to be bad, but like any other resolution or something you commit to, it's all about the mindset. It's how you think about what it is you want out of a meal when you go to a restaurant. If you, if you develop the mindset that if I go out to a restaurant, I know where I do, and it doesn't matter whatever country I'm in, I know there's two things that can appear on that plate that are going to be good for me. One of them is a vegetable, and one of them is going to be a protein. Let's just even say we forget every other kind of food that could possibly be in the world. Uh I know something is going to show up on that plate that is going to taste good and is going to be be either one of those two or generally both. Just because I eat a ton of salad, I get vegetables, I put a protein on top, I get oil and vinegar, and that's what I can eat in, in probably 75 countries around the world. What I think scares people is they, they, they lower the bar and they think that when they're going out, it's an excuse to be exempt from being responsible for your own health. Right. And, and, and I think that, that one thing that I know that you and I have talked about for many years and that you include in your book, in your book you talk about a mindset. Right. And you talk about the mindset of family, faith, and food. I talk about in my book about the mindset of setting a goal, taking a step at a time, and knowing you can't do it alone. And I think what's missing about eating out is I don't believe people adopt the right mindset. They just think they go out and it's licensed to order anything they want, and they simply hope for the best. It requires the same discipline when you're eating out in a restaurant as it does when you're working out, whatever it is you're doing. And I think that's the missing element, and I, and, and I strive to help people before you set any goal at all. What's the mindset? What is your mind telling you that you want out of this event, be, be it an eating event? Well, you know, you're, you're absolutely right, and I do think mindfulness has to come into our own health and wellness. Now, for those listening tonight, being mindful, coming up with a plan, coming up with a strategy, as you outline, does not mean it is a a fun killer. It doesn't mean, oh my gosh, here you go. We got (laughs) to think about food. This is not, I just want to go in and order any slop I want. One thing to do, when you are driving to your destination to eat, or you're sitting literally in the parking lot, or you're waiting to get your seat, look at the menu and say, look, these are the things we are not going to order. We're not going to order 
you mentioned vegetables, but we're not going to get the vegetables slathered in cheese and cream, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the veggie. You could, you could grill it, you could steam it, or you could have it raw, which is how the animals eat it. Right. That's it. Don't put any crap on it because you just killed the beautiful nutrients that you're about to consume have been destroyed with that. Right. And, and, and so I, I think that that mindfulness of just planning to say, look, I'm looking for that vegetable. I'm looking for maybe some fruit that's thrown on it. Where's the salad? Where's the protein, be it chicken, fish, poultry, whatever it may be? Which one of these three offerings has the best option for me with the least amount of gobbledygook on it, and then you go from there. Yeah, I agree. And I I think when people, and I see the behaviors in a restaurant, when they show up, they start looking at that menu and they feel, oh, wow, look at all of this. Well, for some people, even if if something is on that menu as an entree and they don't like it, at the very least, and it's what I do with a waiter, and I, I keep it real simple. I try not to complicate it. You got a salad, right? You got some green vegetable, correct? Right. You got a fish. Call it a scallop or, or a meat, whatever that is. If you just combine the two of them, ask the chef just, just those two. Simple. It's really accessible, yet so many people, and I, I don't know why, they tend to complicate it. There's nothing complicated about arugula right. at the base with meat or fish on top with oil and vinegar. That's really simple. They may not like it, but it, it, it can be made, and these, these chefs are trained to make that thing taste good without having to add slop to it. Right, <laughs> slop indeed. And, you know, a lot of, lot of people, these are patients or even friends of mine, when we're out at the restaurant and, and I will pull the waiter over and say, look, can you make this without the sauce without the salt, just grill it. And they will confirm, you mean you want me to just grill the asparagus? No yeah. salt, no butter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, let me hear it again. It's just <laughs> grilled. Point. And you're like, let me yes. With that. Yeah, let me, and, 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 and they're like, now, what? they may, if they're not used to it, they'll say, okay, you know, whatever you want. But but it's, it's okay to ask. Now, the other thing, Chuck, I look at, at eating out as a consumer transaction. No different than you looking for a new car, a refrigerator, or a new uh, a piece of audio equipment. What, what yeah. do you think of that? Yeah. I, 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 again, what you're talking about, Joe, is a mindset. You, you, you know when you're making a consumer choice and you're about to pay money for something, you are investing in something that is going to have a return. So if it's a refrigerator, a car, whatever that is, you're going to depend on that because you paid money to do it. What's incredible about eating is there is a mindlessness about this transaction. And what we know from Michael Pollan's book is that 17% of all meals in the United States are eaten in a car. (laughs) That is mindless. People just go about as if here you are about to spend your hard-earned money on something that isn't good for you. Why would somebody do that? Well, because it tastes good? Well, your, your point is that transaction, how invested do you want to be in the health of that transaction? Right. When you describe that asparagus, it is amazing to me when that healthy plate comes, people are immediately invested in that choice. And you know what else happens? It discourages them from 
from ordering the chocolate cake on, on the dessert menu. Right. It is amazing how destructive people can be because when a bad meal comes, they're the ones that are most likely to order the dessert. When somebody is eating a, a healthy entree, absolutely look in a restaurant as to who's not eating that dessert and ask them what they had as an entree. 100%. The healthy ones that had a really nice meal and feel good about themselves have invested in that meal, have not invested in something destructive like a bad piece of dessert. Right. Now, you know, sometimes, and, and you and I have been at this for a very, very long time, dating back to our days at Syracuse University with, the, you know, these two young people with this crazy idea that we were going to influence other people. Do you ever get the sense that maybe Chuck Garcia and Joe Galati cares more about these other people we're encountering than they care about themselves? What, oh. You know, do you ever get discouraged to that point to say, well, what the, what the hell do I worry about what you eat? As long as me and my family eats all right, that's all I worry about. No, I never get discouraged because you think about what you and I do for a living. When I wake up every day, what I do for a living is I wake up in the service of somebody else's success. I'm a college professor. I'm an executive coach. I work for a lot of companies, and I help people to be more successful. Think about what you did. In our 18-year-old self sitting in that dorm room in Syracuse, That's right. you said to me that you were going to go out and you were going to make a difference in people's health. And here we are 35 years later. You wake up and go to work every day in the service of somebody's health. Mm -hmm. It's what you practice. It's what you wrote about in your book. And you and I lead parallel lives. Yet what's the difference between success and good health? Nothing. Right. They're opposite sides of the same coin. So when I help people to realize their success and their happiness and their good health as you do, Every time I see people on the road to destruction, I try not to preach. I simply try to lead by example and encourage them that there is a better way. But God helps those who help themselves. We are here, you, me, our friends, the ones who think like us. We're not here to judge. We're here to help and to instruct. It's what your book does. It's what my book does. It instructs, but I think, Joe, the missing component here is nobody needs to be told what to do. No right, right. sane person. They simply need to be inspired to do it. And that inspiration typically comes from the building of communities. At the worst part of the spectrum, you see it in Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. They need that community. At the good part, you see it in Weight Watchers. They are have the courage to ask for help. That's a great thing. So they become part of a community. You and I are a community. We may not call it the Joe and Chuck Club, right. but that's really what it is. And I think if we can find people who are like-minded and can be inspired by you and I trying to help them to be inspired to live their best life, that, what a wonder, what a, we're blessed. What a wonderful thing you and I do. Who knew when we were co-eds and, and our 18-year-old selves at Syracuse, this is where we've been? I, I think we are both just incredibly blessed to be in this position. No, I think you're right, and that's a, that's a great way to end this segment because, uh, you know, it's, it's a natural pause at the end of the year to say, okay, what are we going to do to spring off the next year? And I think 
for you and I, number one, get you on the program more. Number two, continue continue really, and you're right, we are parallel lives at opposite ends of the spectrum where you are dealing with uh, individuals and coaching them to be better in what they do from a business or financial or interpersonal standpoint. Correct. And I'm looking to say this, these problems with health and wellness and disease for many, many of these individuals can be prevented. And the, the Indeed. And, and when we say what's the difference between leading a successful career and leading a happy and healthy life, nothing. They go together. They are not mutually exclusive. And we have coaches and physicians and, and teachers. It's awesome. Yeah. And, and I think you and I, all of the, 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 the unfortunately, the destructive behaviors that we see, I never get discouraged. And I think for both of us, why, why we're still doing it 35 years later, every time we see that and every time you come on the radio, it's an opportunity to inspire others to help them to exceed their own expectations. That's what the great leaders of the world do. And I'd like to think that you and I grab a little slice of that ourselves and try to help others in our own way. All right. Chuck Garcia, author of A Climb to the Top, Good luck in 2019, and we'll see you again, all right? And Happy New Year, Joe, to you and all the listeners. All right, Chucks. Thanks Thank very you. much. Final segment coming up. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Joe Galati. Final segment of Your Health First for 2018. And if there's anything I want you to do tonight and all of next year is think. Think about your health. Think about your wellness. Think about what you're eating. Think about what you're not eating. It's that easy. It really is. Uh... You know, we talk about health and wellness, and my good friend Chuck Garcia, who was just on, essentially said mindfulness is what we need. And that is a a buzzword that has become a lot more popular in the last five, eight years. We all need more mindfulness. We need to think ahead of time, what are we doing in our relationships, what are we doing with our children? What are we doing at work? What is our strategic plan? We have to be mindful. We have to be mindful of each other, sort of that touchy-feely kind of approach to things. And that's all fine. But I have found that in my journey of being a physician, my journey of taking care of people, my journey of listening to people, there is a lacking a deficiency of mindfulness. And I see it every single day. And not to be melodramatic, but I see it every single day in the patients that I see, they are lacking the mindfulness. They are not thinking. They are not projecting 
what are the opportunities I have for today to take care of myself? Is it, am I being mindful in the amount of sleep that I am getting in the evening? Am I mindful about controlling stress? Am I mindful about exercise? And as Chuck had said, there there has to be some basic planning when we are eating out. And one of the themes for 2019, and of course we came up with a hashtag for this, which we hope to popularize and allow all of you to follow it. Eat, it should be hashtag eat like a pro with Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe Galati, yours truly. And that really is, is what it comes down to. So in the final two minutes here of 2018 for your health first as we close out, first of all, thank you all for tuning in every Sunday evening We all have lots of choices to make, and all of you tonight have learned that from the bottom of my heart, I am trying to provide you all with the the insight, the leadership to think about your health first, first and foremost, of yours and your family, because the misery that is out there with disease and complications of heart disease and cancer and diabetes and kidney failure, liver failure, stroke, heart attack, much of it can and will be prevented if you are mindful and you think about what needs to be done. Number two, take your health seriously. We only go into an absolute spaz-out state when something goes wrong, when you get that bad lab report, that scan that comes back a little iffy. It shouldn't be that way. Yes, people are struck with sudden disease and conditions that are out of our control, but so much of it can be prevented. So for this year, for 2019, be mindful, think, have a great New Year's, be safe tomorrow night, don't overdo it with the drinking. And I think we'll just end on the same song, Think. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Don't forget, go to drjogalati.com. I will see you 2019. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.